Welcome to Reality Teen Talks. My name is Gary McGuey, high school practice leader for Franklin Covey Education. Each week, we're here to take on the real challenges of teen life. Let's talk. Our topic this week, toxic relationships. Let's meet our Reality Teens panel and listen to their thoughts. Team, I'd like to introduce Nyla and Brenda. Welcome, ladies. How are we today? Good. Good, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for being here today. Toxic relationships. When we hear these two words together, what are our first uh, initial thoughts? Well, we first think of like relationships as in you and your significant other, but we realize that that can go towards, that can mean friendships, that could mean family, that can mean social media, even though our brains automatically go toward like you and your significant other ever. Yeah. Brenda, what are your thoughts when you hear the word toxic relationships? I, I just think about like relationships, like your significant other, whoever you like right now, and some like just a bipolar relationship kind of, sometimes they make you happy, sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think of. When you hear the word toxic, what are some words that come to mind? Like, for example, when I hear toxic relationship, I hear the word uh, self-centered. I hear the word insecurities. What are some other words that come to mind, Kate? Um, dependence, I guess, like depending on somebody for something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as, as we're preparing for this for this discussion, you know, I'm thinking about uh, a healthy relationship. Like, think of somebody you have a healthy relationship. It doesn't have to be a boyfriend and girlfriend, but just someone you have a healthy relationship. I mean, what does it feel like when we're around that person? What are some words there? You feel good, and you feel accomplished, too. I mean, just you feel full. If you're with somebody you have a healthy relationship with you, that you have a healthy relationship with, boyfriend, best friend, parent. Like if you have a good relationship with them, you feel good when you're hanging out most of the time. Of course you always have, you have arguments with everybody. Like that happens generally, but like on a spectrum of, I feel good. I love being around them. I still want to be around them. Or I really don't want to be in this position again. You're on this side. You, you want to be around them. You want to be around them again. You love them. You feel good, right? That's healthy. Nice. Yeah, I agree. You feel happy. You feel like in the moment that you're with that person, nothing's really going wrong. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. So let's flip it over then. Like this, this discussion around toxic relations. How do we, how do we even know that we're in a toxic, or do we always know we're in a toxic relationship? No. Hmm. So, yeah, you don't always know that you're in a toxic relationship. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, Just yeah, you're fine. Go on. Okay. Yeah, sometimes at first you like ignore all the red flags. You don't really see them doing anything wrong because you like them so much. But then as time goes on, you like realize they're unhappy and they're doing things. Now you're realizing that they're doing things that you don't like. You ever had friends say like, what are you doing with that person? Guys, do you know that? And we just, we're just, we have these, this huge blind spot, I guess, right? 
Yes, and when they say that, you listen because they can see past the flaws. Your friends, your mom, your whoever, they can see past the flaws of somebody that you maybe can't see in the time because you think they're so cute or whatever. So definitely somebody will have warned you and um, some telltale signs, you know, that they're saying things that they shouldn't to you or they're making you feel a certain way. And when you're around them, you don't always feel so good. Like it's a constant thing. Kind of like a gnat. Kind of like a what? A gnat, like a bug. It's kind of always bugging you, you know what I mean? Like that feeling of not wanting to be there. It's just always there. Just another, um, what percent of students, of, of teens, would you say are have been involved in a toxic relationship? From your experience, I know this is a subjective question, but if you were to say a ballpark number of, of, of teens involved in toxic relationships, where would you put that number? At least 60%, at least 65. Mm. Somewhere between 50 and 70. Yeah. You think that would surprise our listeners to hear that? Um. I mean, at first, maybe, but like, if you, like, at first, be like, whoa, that's crazy. But then if you sit, like, everybody, if you just think, you, then you, when you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Because so many things are toxic, but you don't realize it because it's been normalized. And it shouldn't have been, but it has been. So. Mm -hmm. I agree, because right now I can just think about, like, even close friends that I have that have been in toxic relationships. I think about who has been in toxic relationships and who has actually been in happy ones, healthy ones. And I think, I, I don't know, my attention goes more to the toxic ones, so. So, you're my toxic relationship coach. And I'm finally coming to grips with the fact that, yeah, I am in a toxic relationship. And I need, I need to get out of this. Because remember, it takes two people it takes two people to have a toxic relationship. So what would you say, being my toxic relationship coach, what would you say, here are some suggestions, Gary, that would help you get out of this negative, toxic, potentially abusive relationship? Okay. I would say at first you would need to have communication with that person. And before you, well, before you do that, you should assess, like self-assess, you know, why why do you like them what makes you happy and then look at the bad parts pros and cons look out why what's been happening lately that you don't like anymore and talk to that person you know let them know this is you used to treat me like this or we used to be so happy when this was happening but now it's like all bad and things aren't just things aren't good anymore like why is this happening talk to that person communication is always key to getting out of a toxic relationship 100%. And after you self-assess, and even while you're self-assessing, maybe jot down specific moments and points in time and arguments and things said that have made you feel less bad, however, and bring it to them. And if you really do decide that you want out of this, which I think you should, if there's enough things for you to list down to get out of a relationship, I think you should say, hey, you make me feel like this when you do this and I don't think we should be together anymore. And if at that point 
it's still not going your way and you really can't get out of it, I think that it will be a good time to go ahead and talk to someone that you trust, like a friend, a parent even, like somebody that you trust and they can help you in any way get out of it. Because at that point, they also are familiar with that person. So they could also give you some ideas on how to get out of that relationship. But I think the quicker you're able to get out of a toxic relationship, the better you will be. So that, that's, I, I really like that. Ask for maybe because I know myself as a, as a father, as a dad, sometimes I really wanted to step in and help. And I realized until I'm almost invited to that, I almost feel like my voice doesn't, it, you know, I got to be careful. But I heard you say, tonight, I think to ask for someone for some advice or some help. I think that's a, that's a huge piece of this. So, yeah. And- Yes, 100%. And another thing is like, you could ask somebody for help that like is your go-to as well. Like, you know, if you're in a relationship, like I know my friends, for example, like my close friends still confide in me if they're in a relationship and they get in an argument. Well, your friends who care about you so much, they're going to document what happened in the argument and they're going to remember things that happened. Like whether that's like a mental documentation, but like if my friend decides they want out of a relationship, I'm going to definitely remember how they made my friend feel. Um, There's a quote, I think it was Maya Angelou, where she said, like, you don't remember exactly what they said or what they did, but you remember how they made you feel. And that is so important. So not only will they remember how their significant other made them feel, but, or even friend, right? Because friends can be toxic too, but you remember how they made someone close to you feel. So you can help them go about this too. Like if you're the person designated to help them get out. Yeah, that's great. And, and as we always have shared in the spirit of leadership, I think we all agree on this call that the only person we can change is ourself. And sometimes people need to remind themselves, I cannot change this talk. You know, if I do this, maybe I can change them. Maybe I can, we can influence, but we can't change anybody else. And once again, I love the fact you guys are saying we need to self-assess, we need to self-reflect. You know, we need to talk to our are people we value and and we value their opinions. You know, um, I was just, you know, I'm listening to you and, and you know, as we talk, uh, we're on the seven habits language and habits four, five, and six all deal with relationships. And I'll have it for this, this think, win, win, this attitude of, of high courage and high consideration. And I think toxic relationships, remember habit four is the foundation for a healthy relationship. So if I'm with somebody who's more of a lose-win mentality or a win-lose mentality, you know, it, it's it's going to be a bit of a challenge. It could turn into a toxic, could turn into a toxic relationship, you know. And this piece around listening, have a thought. Are they truly listening? Are these? So I mean, there's, there's so many different factors going into this. But just in, in closing today, team. You know, I just like to kind of summarize your your, your leadership thoughts here, um, in, in offering hope, support to our listeners. What would you say are some two, three, four key takeaways from our discussion today? Well, I think a you know I'm not going to list every takeaway, but one big one that I just heard that I really liked is how you said like you can only change yourself. And you can, and when, and when I hear that, I think I can get stronger. If I'm in a situation I don't like, I can get stronger and I can overcome it, you know? And another takeaway, if you feel like you're in a situation that you don't like, 
And if you feel uncomfortable in it, take that strength, ask for help or confront the person in that relationship. And you can, you can do it. You can, you can get through it. You have to know that you're not alone. We said between 60 to 70%, we feel like from what we know, you know what I mean? So that goes to show you that you are never alone in this and people love you and they can help you get out of it. Right. Thank you. Brenda? Yeah, I agree with her. And like, I feel like I, I'm adding this on, but I feel like it's really important too. Like you have to watch out for yourself first before you can like really take care of other people. So it's important for you to like realize what's best for you before you can go and try and like be in a relationship that isn't working out for you. So I'm hearing you say, Brent, you got you to love yourself first, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Before you can love yeah. another. Yeah. Yes. Team, thank you so much for sharing this. You know, once again, a, a relevant topic. I think it's more um, um, evident in, in our society than we realize. So I appreciate you bringing this to the forefront and uh, providing some hope and discussion for our listeners. Thank you very much, everybody. See you all next week. Take care. Team, let's summarize what we heard today around this topic of toxic relationships. First of all, the team shared how we have the ability to self-reflect and self-assess whether or not this is a healthy relationship. Secondly, we need to recognize that sometimes we all have blind spots regarding these relationships and we may miss the red flags. It's so important that we truly listen to our inner circle, our friends and family that we trust who are truly looking out for our best interest. They may see things that we completely miss or ignore. And lastly, remind ourselves that we cannot change anyone else, only self. We can influence through our modeling. Summarizing today and moving forward here, just let's reflect on a few things that we talked about, that we heard. Um, I, I keep coming back to these two words, mutual benefit. Remember the key to a healthy relationship Courage and consideration are the two words that really come to mind when you hear the word mutual benefit. Have it for this ability to think win-win. Have courage towards self and have consideration for others. Find someone who, who models courage and consideration. Find people who bring out the best, people who love being we love being around, people who, who make us feel better when we're with them. In closing, I'm reminded of a quote from Dr. Stephen Covey uh, that he, he shared that we should never wrap our emotional life around the weaknesses of other people. Let's maintain our respect and dignity. Don't settle. Love self before we can love another. Until next time, let's talk. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to Reality Talks on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify and leave a review or comment. We'd love to hear from you.